This episode of Weed and Grub Live is presented by Smoking Paper. Smoking is one of the leading brands in rolling papers. You can find smoking on five continents and in more than 100 countries worldwide. Slim, king size, hemp, there's a smoking paper for every kind of roll. Smoking is committed to quality papers and respect for the environment. Follow at Smoking Paper on Instagram or go to smokingpaper.com. Smoking. Roll with it. This episode is also brought to you by Magical Butter. The Magical Butter Machine is the easiest, most consistent way to make edibles at home. Simply add your herbs and your butter, cooking oil, or grain alcohol. Set your time and temperature, and the machine does the rest. Go to MagicalButter.com and use the code WEEDANDGRUB for 20% off at checkout. What up, everybody? This is Mike. This is our very first live episode ever, coming to you from Port Townsend. Just want to say thank you to everyone listening, and also thank you to John Eisenhower, who was our audio engineer at the cellar door. He mixed today's episode, so I want to give him a very quick special shout-out and say, if you want to follow John on Instagram, it is at JohnHasGlasses, J-O-N, ain't no H in there, and... The first picture I'm looking at is a dog. Also, you can check out his website, customshousestudio.com. John, thank you so much. Thank you so much, John. And I also just wanted to jump in. This is Mary Jane to say that we have a secret surprise guest on this episode, and she's a little pitchy. So if you don't want to hear her in your ears, just use the skip button. You know, be kind. Um, This is our first live show, everyone. Here you go. Hello, and welcome to Weed and Grub. How's this sound? How's that sound, John? How's it sound, everybody? How's that Can sound, you hear everybody? Us? Pretty solid. Good thumbs up. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Hi. We did it. What's up, everyone? How do you feel? Awesome. What's up, Mary Jane? How's it going, Mike? It's going amazing. Welcome to Weed and Grub, everybody. Here we are in a Port Townsend for our very first live show. Yeah. <laughs> this is amazing. And if you don't know us, if you're here for the first time and you haven't listened to the podcast, or if you are listening at home, uh, Weed and Grub is a podcast about... Weed. And grub. And food. And sex. And pop culture. And uh, breakfast sometimes. Most of the time, breakfast. Even if it's for lunch or dinner, it's still breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> And everything's a sandwich. And everything's a sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> and I, th- I do think everything's a sandwich. I don't know why. It just it's makes sense. Such a problem. It is um, a problem. We are here at the cellar door in Port Townsend, Washington. Uh, thank you so much, you guys, Dom and Steph, for having us at the cellar door. Yeah, one time. And um, <laughs> so when I was here uh, a few weeks ago and uh, looking at places uh, with my friend Amy, who's the one who uh, brought us here to the cellar door. Uh, and I called Mike, who uh, was back in L.A., and I was like, I think I found the perfect place. It's a great vibe. It's really cool. It's like great seating and really chill lighting and everything. And he was like, what's it called? And I said, it's called The Cellar Door. Yeah, and I said, we have to do our first live recording ever there. And Mary Jane goes, wait, why? And I said, well, because when I was 18, I saw this movie Donnie Darko, while I was high out of my mind with my friends Joel Hadley and Mark Hirsch in, Joel, in Mark's basement. And the very next day after I saw Donnie Darko, does anyone know Donnie Darko to, for context? We do? Okay, so you know the part where the word is cellar door and it's like the most beautiful combination of words? Uh, the quote actually is, uh, Drew Barrymore says, this famous linguist once said that of all the phrases in the English language, of all the endless combination of words in all of history, that cellar door is the most beautiful. And then the day after I saw that movie, I got this tattoo on my back. (laughs) What the fuck? What are we doing? What the fuck, you guys? What the fuck? <laughs> so, for anyone who thinks that weed doesn't work, that <laughs> it fucking works. It Great. Does. 
Everyone listening at home, you'll see a picture on our Instagram of a big tattoo on my back that says the word cellar door. It's and his wingspan, basically. Yeah, and <laughs> it's my lifespan. <laughs> I got that so early in the game. Oh my gosh. So yeah, tonight is extra special. And to my parents, told you it was a good idea. <laughs> mm. Shout out to Stephen Wendy. Yeah. He's doing fine. <laughs> So this is amazing. Do you want to get to our segments and jump right in? Yeah, I'd love to get to our first segment. All right, so the first segment we do is a news segment, and it is called? Uh, the Grublet Gazette, and it's powered by <laughs> Word on the Tree, which is a wonderful cannabis newsletter you should sign up for if you want to know everything that's going on in the weed world. And our very first segment of uh, news, Grublet Gazette, powered by Word on the Tree, is that Whole Foods CEO John Mackey recently said, if marijuana is legalized, you can expect Whole Foods Market to start selling cannabis products ASAP. Oh, we like that. Yeah, are yeah. you in? Right? Do you like guys, I, but the, the cool thing about Port Townsend is you don't have a Whole Foods here. <laughs> that is true. You don't even have, like, where's the, where's the Taco Bell? Where, you don't have fast food here, do you? No. There's no big box anything here. That's one of the most magical things about this town is that you can't get a Starbucks. You can't. It's you, you have to go to Sunrise Coffee. No, or you have to... Oh, well, I feel like... Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I feel like everybody here catches their own food and, like, have... You don't... Has never had a Crunchwrap Supreme. Like, it's incredible. So I, the very idea of a Whole Foods here... Uh, it, for me, as somebody who smokes weed in grocery shops, it's a dream come true to, like, buy a blunt in a blister pack at Whole Foods and just walk around smoking that while I buy avocados. So, can't wait. Do you think you would, like, hotbox the produce section? <laughs> yeah. Like, I smoke a tuna while it's in my cart by just blowing into a box that the tuna is sitting in. <laughs> yeah. And you would have some very great conversations with some of the Whole food vendors being like, it's a sandwich, and they'd be like, sir, sir. <laughs> That that uh, bundle of lettuce is not, in fact, a sandwich. Well, what are you talking about? It's a it's a green sandwich. <laughs> lettuce wrap is a sandwich. Christ, it's not though. <laughs> Name a food. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one. Yeah, uh, that was the one. <laughs> so you can. Oh, That's ice so cream true. sandwich. See. Thank you. God yeah. Damn it. Saved. Yeah, saved. <laughs> Theory holds up. If then, I um I love that Whole Foods is going to be selling cannabis, especially because they already have everything else. And I feel like if Trader Joe's is going to have like little cups of coffee that you can sip on while you're grocery shopping, then, oh yeah, right. You should definitely be able to go to Whole Foods and light a bowl yeah, from some have free sample little, platter. Yeah, like use the hand sanitizer and then get a little pinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And then just have a great time in, like, the bulk food section. I would have a wonderful time, like, filling bags, getting the PLU number, mm -hmm. you know? That's what everyone oh. does at the co-op here, right? You just get <laughs> baked, and then you go get your lentils. So, so you're saying that at the Whole Foods, it's going to have, like, lentils, unsalted almonds, and uh, Gorilla Glue? Yeah. And, oh, yes. What a great idea. And you can, like, self-dispense your own weed? Yes. Oh, Ooh, I like that. That'd be amazing. <laughs> oh, and then um, what's the what's the, uh, the 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 brand of Whole Foods that isn't high end? Uh, oh, three sixty five. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Those, so, yeah. <laughs> so that's like the mids. Yeah. Or the shake. <laughs> <laughs> Whole Foods three sixty five shake. That's gonna be amazing. I'm such a fan. Good for Whole Foods. I love I love uh, any any huge conglomerate thriving. I love capitalism. Makes oh, me so happy. Are you going to use your Amazon Prime account to uh, get a discount at Whole Foods? <laughs> Fuck yeah. You don't have it? <laughs> but you've used my Amazon Prime account lately. Yeah, I have been for two for $7 pizza. It's been a dream. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, man. I don't get me started on Amazon. We'll get into conspiracy theories later. Oh. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Um, well, congrats to them. And I hope Trader Joe's takes a page from it. And, if, and what is it here? Safeway? Yeah. Yeah, okay. What if Safeway just started selling mushrooms? Ooh, I'm into it. Yeah, right? Yeah. You can just, like, get some psilocybin while you buy, like, a lean cuisine. <laughs> <laughs> it would help. Although I think anyone here who does mushrooms is not entering the Safeway on mushrooms, because that's just a bad experience. Fluorescent lighting, aisles, other people. <laughs> <laughs> just don't. Just go into the nature. Go into nature. 
go out on the water, look at some otters, maybe yeah. have a conversation with a bald eagle. Speaking of which, I heard a really crazy story about a bald eagle last night from our friend Trigger. Um, I thought he said he'd eaten a bald eagle, and it really freaked me out. Um, he's here tonight. It turns out he didn't eat the bald eagle. Um, he did rescue it. Uh, but I got really weirded out because we were at this dinner party, this wonderful Port Townsend dinner party. We were welcomed by this amazing group of friends who cooked and made all sorts of de delicacies, and then the power went out. And so we ended up having this totally magical time with this wonderful group of people, many of, who, of whom are here tonight. And uh, yeah, we told stories about eating weird things. Yeah. By the way, shout out to corn fritters. So good. <laughs> So yeah. good. If you've ever eaten corn fritters by candlelight, oh, get involved. It's Hell so yeah. great. There was queso. There were brats that were grilled on the egg. Yeah. And I didn't know what that egg was. What was that? It was like a Klingon trigger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had no... I was like, what the fuck is that? And then the power went out, and all of the men surrounded this glowing thing, and meat went on, and someone handed me another glass of wine, and I heard someone ate an eagle, and I was like, what the... Fuck. Yeah, well, <laughs> welcome to Port Townsend. Welcome to Port Townsend. <laughs> it was incredible. And then you said that you, you came back and I was like, where were you? And you said I was down by the chicken coop. Oh, yeah. So um, I, this is my first time in Washington. Um, like, we're going to Alaska. This is my first time in this northwest hemisphere. And so last night um, I smoked, what's the name of that weed? Powderhound. So last night, I got to tell Mary Jane the following sentence. I just smoked Powderhound next to a chicken coop with folks. And that like, <laughs> made me so happy. <laughs> Welcome to Port Townsend. Yeah. <laughs> AKA Perfect Town. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of, our Buds of the Week this week are um, from Port Townsend. Oh, right. Yeah. Buds of the Week. This is our next segment. Yeah. So every week we do Buds of the Week where we just want to shout out and show appreciation to uh, buds who are out there in the world who not only listen to us, but also want to like tell their friends about us and interact with us on our Instagram at Weed and Grub. And so we have two Buds of the Week this week. And would you like to go first or second? I will go second. Okay. So first, I would like to give a shout out to the Blue Moose Cafe. Yeah. Yeah. And Tara Lynn. Yeah. Holy cow. Like, is your slogan breakfast and a nap? Because <laughs> I was so happy. <laughs> Can I just say, we went to the Blue Moose for breakfast this morning and brought seconds home, and we've been home about an hour, and Mike went to the fridge and got the seconds out and ate those, and I was like, we were just there. We were just there. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't help it. And uh, Tara Lynn, right? Yeah, Tara Lynn. Um, so uh, my butt of the week this week is Tara Lynn because you went and got us these eclairs. And can you just share a little bit about them while we try them, and I'll repeat it into the microphone? They're just good. She said they're just good. You drove to where to get these? Chinnicum? Chimicum. Chimicum. Mm hmm Thank you, and they're just good. Let's go. Just, yeah. oh. My mouth is doing a little jig. Mm -hmm. Wow. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Holy cow. Thank you. Yeah, we've got more. Thank you so much. This is incredible. If you've uh, ever had an eclair, you haven't had one like this. This thing is like on testosterone or something. Holy cow. <laughs> This thing is so good. Thank you so much, Tara Lynn. Um, to everyone, um, where is that place in relation to here? It's, it's a drive? It's about 15 minutes. Okay. Cool, because I'm going to be getting the, one of these before we leave. Hell yes. Hell yeah. Thank you so much. Um, and what's that? Farm, a farm's reach? Oh, the name of the store is Farms Reach. I thought that was like local slang for like close by. <laughs> <laughs> it says the Farms Reach. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you. And thank you. And I can't wait to go back to Farms Reach and get these. Uh, Mary Jane, who's your butt of the week? Uh, my butt of the week is Sue from Sunrise Coffee. <laughs> Sue and Sunrise uh, powered our entire interview with Mr. Jim Belushi 
um, Mike and I went to Jim Belushi's house in LA and we brought as gifts uh, a pound of Sunrise coffee and some Cape Clear salmon because I had just been here in Port Townsend visiting my sister Caroline. And uh, Jim Belushi was like, oh, let's, uh, let's brew up a pot. And then he talked so fast for an hour and a half and he kept saying, <laughs> he was like, you're going to edit this, right? You're going to edit this because this stuff is like rocket fuel. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. It was an amazing thing to bond over. He loves Sunrise Coffee. I love Sue. I've known you since my sister's known you and you're just the greatest, most fun, amazing person. And um, you're my butt of the week. Yeah. What is uh, Sunrise's Instagram? Sunrise Instagram is at Sunrise PT, right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Follow them. You can also look them up online. I think you can online order to be shipped. And uh, they have the best artwork and the, the best coffee and the best people running the biz. Yeah, delicious. Delicious. Yeah, these are good buds of the week. Yeah. Oh, we're off to a banging start. Look at us. Yeah. Look at, <laughs> look at you. Look at us. What, uh, what, what do we do? Well, next we have a VIB, very important bud, who is our very special guest. Uh, we have Margie McDonald coming to us. She is uh, here to tell us all about how fabulous she is. And uh... <laughs> welcome, Margie. Hi, Margie. Hi, Mary Jane. Hi, Mike. So you know what we got right now? We have a Newfie sandwich. Ooh. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. So into that. Ooh. <laughs> Anytime I get to be the cream filling, sign me up. <laughs> so... Um, but I don't even... I was trying to figure out how to introduce you, Margie, to anyone who doesn't know your work or how to... Um, you're from Newfoundland. You're an artist. You're an internationally renowned artist. Your art has been seen as far away as New Zealand. You make wearable art. You make sculptures. You also grow and kill all of your own food. <laughs> I don't do the killing part. Uh, but I, I was looking for sort of a way to encapsulate uh, our visit to your home after Mike and I came yesterday to see everything that you do in your studio, in your house, on your land. And I found this quote by uh, Ricky DuCornet who is an incredible artist as well. And she, uh, I just want to read it because I think it encapsulates some of what you do and who you are. And the quote from Ricky is, we are in her studio, a sanctuary in sumptuous and harmonious disorder devoted to the noble games Margie plays with such spunk and hilarity. <laughs> it's kind of perfect. <laughs> There's so many things in there and it really does some, a portion of you up. It does. Yeah. So, Margie, you grew up in Newfoundland. I did. In uh, Loch Levin. In Loch Levin. When I was a kid, there were 16 houses in my little community. Wild. Yeah. And you were in my community way back then. That was so cool. When I met Margie, I uh, found out that our father, John Gibson, who was a salmon biologist who worked on all the rivers in Newfoundland and did awesome work that I can't even... My sister should come up here and talk about Dad because he was an amazing... Amazing. <laughs> she just said no. <laughs> but he worked on the Highlands River, which runs through the town that you're from. Yes. Which is so crazy. So I've actually been to the Highlands River in your town. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's a tiny little place where everybody knows everybody, and everybody knows everybody's business, and everybody knows that I talk really funny now, mm -hmm. and uh -huh. I married an American. Oh. oh. Yeah. Did you get looks? Oh, I always get looks. My sister has called up friends and said, come over and listen to Margie talk. <laughs> <laughs> it does. I do enjoy, like, both of you have a very sing-song uh, voice. I really like it so much. But we've all been away from Newfoundland so long now that it's kind of a hybrid accent. That's right. why they're amused in Newfoundland. Uh-huh. What, what do they say? When you go home, do they say you sound like an American? Oh, yeah. yeah. Lord, Turner, Jesus, boy, you sounds like an American. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you think of some of the best Newfoundland idioms to bust out right now? Lard, Turner, and Jesus is one of my favorites. Oh, well, oh. Lo lovely tell your mother. Tell your mother. Yeah. yeah. Tell your mother is a common one. Yeah. What does that mean? Like, it's, hey, get out of here. 
No, it's like it's it's good enough to tell your mother about almost. Oh, it's like praise. Lovely, tell your mother. Do you know where your artistic abilities come from in your family line? So, growing up really rural, I like you. You met, you're able to make everything and fix everything. I, mean, I thought all men knew how to fix cars and build houses. And all women knew how to keep a decent house. They knew how to sew and knit and cook and bake. They knew all that stuff because that's what people did when I was growing up. So I grew up with that. And But now I, you do all of those things on both sides. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't wait for my brothers to get out of the way so I can get in the sawmill with my dad. Wait, so I, I'm, I, because I got to see your, all of your art for the first time yesterday, when did you start creating it and when did you finally find like you're like oh this is my voice these are my mediums Ah. so I grew up doing textiles all the time I remember my first square that I knit it was this big it's like four by four square in grade four it had four mistakes in it and it was blue Um, I grew up doing crafts all the time and I went to art college in Nova Scotia and I studied textiles and um, I did some art then, not a whole lot. I went back to Newfoundland and I was an art teacher for six years. And um, over time, I ended up in Port Townsend and I started work with a yacht rigger that turned me on to working with wire. And when I learned how to splice stainless steel wire, I realized you're, you're taking wire and you're just weaving it into, it, into itself. And for me, it's like, whoa, wire is fiber, but it can stand up by itself, and it's so much more exciting. And I started taking the recycle box home with me to play with, and that's how I kind of all started, and now I can't stop. I just wanted to share how you and I connected. So when we were touring your trailer? Yes. And seeing all of this finished artwork. Studio. Studio. Tra- trailer studio. Trailer studio. Which yep. was incredible. Um, and there's like all of these beautiful wire sculptures hanging everywhere, leaning against walls. There's finished pieces, there's unfinished pieces, there's things that will become pieces one day. And then right by my right foot, I look down <laughs> and there is a hockey goalie mask, a Franklin one. And no one here knows this, but I was a hockey goalie my whole life. And this was the very first mask I ever owned in like second or third grade. And I look down and I go, what the fuck is going on? Because like between my back and then seeing this from my childhood, like if I explode, you're going to understand why, right? Like it's, it's, it, did you say it's destiny? It's destiny. We are in the pocket, Mary Jane. We are in the pocket. It's incredible. <laughs> Wild. Okay, so, yeah, thank you for bringing it. You're welcome. I collect things like that for wearable art. You never know how it could come in handy. Yeah, you have such a collection of things. When I, the very first time I met you, uh, you uh, had brought Christmas ornaments over, and you'd made a bunch of Christmas ornaments, and the, um, they were like these dangly little, very lethal, sharp things that I was like, oh, what is this delightful <laughs> ornament made out of that almost killed me? And <laughs> it was license plate corners. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? I do. I what, love what? those little corners. Where did you get those from? From my favorite scrapyard in Walla Walla, where there's a prison where they make license plates. And I always thought that was a joke until I went there and I saw this like five by five by five bin of these shiny little aluminum pointy corners. And I recognized the color as the license plate color. Yeah. How do you look at something like that and start creating what you want that to become? I don't give it a whole lot of thought. I just start playing. I just pick it up and... I know so much craft technique from all of these years of making things that I just kind of let my hands figure out what's going to happen. You've, you trust yourself so much to get out of your own way creatively? I didn't really make art until I realized that I didn't need to know what I was doing. 
I had to totally trust and make something and then something happened because I was always kind of taught that, okay, make this plan, you're going to build this thing, you're going to take these steps. And so I was always kind of stopped from making art because I'm not a planner and a taking stepper unless I really have to. And so when I realized that I didn't have to make that plan, and I kind of say weed kind of helped with that whole process. Yes. We're kind of letting the whole ego go and just seeing what happens. How, how did that connection happen? What was the first time that you allowed your brain to open in that way with cannabis? When did you get high first? Oh, for the very first time. Uh-huh. God. Back in Newfoundland in the 80s, we smoked hash. Do you remember that? Yep, I do. It was always hash. Yep. And if weed came along, it was terrible, terrible quality. I never saw it. No. I'd only ever seen hash. I'd rarely seen it. And then when I kind of tried smoking, very scatter for the first six months or so, I'm like, hmm, what's this stuff about? Mm-hmm. I don't smoke cigarettes and I'm not getting high on this stuff. So what's it all about? Then I got high. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, this is what it's all about. Because I was a super shy little kid, so it really, it, it helped me get a little braver. Yeah. That's awesome. And then did you, when you went, you, you went to uh, design school, right? I went to the Nova Scotia College of Art and Design, and I studied textiles and art education. And then you lived in Gander. I did, in the town where Come From Away is all about, the Broadway play. And I know the real-life people from that play. That's so wild. Yeah, I left the school just a couple of years before 9-11 happened. Wow. The, some of the other things I know about Margie are that you've sailed across the Atlantic. Yes. Twice? Once. Once. That's how I met my husband. We had to share a bunk on a 42-foot boat. Oh, my. Whoa, what's this? I, I know that's the, uh, the shortened version. It, it's L's right there. Yep. Alan's hiding in the dark. Yeah. And so you didn't know each other until you both were on a, in a bunks next to each other? Essentially, yes. We had driven across Florida to go to this boat, but that was our acquaintance, really. Wow. Shared a bunk. Yeah. While working on the boat together. Yes. Yes, crewing from Florida to Holland. And years before this, I had been given some advice because I was thinking about heading to a sailboat with a different man, one who I knew. (laughs) And somebody, the only person I knew who had any sailboat experience at that time, she asked me, she said, can you live in a bathroom with that man? And I was like, oh, I don't think so. And I went onto this boat with Al with not knowing if I could live in a bathroom with him, but... Turned out I could. Because no. <laughs> that was 25 years ago. And now together you forage and fish and hunt and create art and have a gorgeous home with gardens and studios. And it's a pretty good life, guys. We, we got her knocked, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> got her knocked. Well. <laughs> Will you show us some of the artwork that you brought today? Um, can someone help display some of these pieces? So Alan look will at them be my lovely assistant. And talk about them a little bit because uh, yeah. we've got some amazing... And for everybody listening at home, we'll post pictures of all of this so you can have a little bit of context for how great these pieces are. And everyone can get a look at them after the show as well. They're so... Al, can you come a little closer to Margie uh, so we can see both you and the sculpture? (laughs) So what is this one? This is called Blue Ovule because there's a little blue float down there that represents like the seed pod. So this is woven copper, fairly big gauge copper, and um, it's woven into a pod shape that encloses the... uh, blue float and then there's kind of a leaf shape then there's a stem and another kind of oval that's covered in projections that the tips are all covered with these light blue little pointy things that are pipette covers they're what pipette covers yeah sometimes i have i put work in shows and i have no idea what these things are and when i had that in a show Last summer with Ricky Ducournay called Crazy Happy, someone came to me and said, those are pipette covers. I'm like, okay. But she was a scientist. She knew about pipette oh, covers. Oh, from like a laboratory where yeah. they, um, they keep the pipe sterile and or pipette yeah. sterile. Yeah. 
That's yeah. wild. In that same show, somebody said, where did you get that hip replacement? Like, oh, is that what that is? <laughs> and, and for something like this, you were telling me when, you were, when we were looking at it yesterday, I asked you how you know when something like this is finished. Yeah. So when it's really finished, when I step away from it and look at it, my heart just kind of beats a little bit faster. It's like, oh, oh, yes, this is it. <laughs> it's a really exciting moment. That's incredible. Amazing. It's incredible. And also the way the light hits it, I, you know, everything about it is so um, specific and intentional. Even though it, it looks a little chaotic, everything about it fits nicely and it kind of calms me down a bit. <laughs> yeah, and the, it looks like a deep sea creature to me. Lots of my work look like deep sea creatures. Even though I don't have a plan for what it's going to be, that's what they look like because it's something I really admire too. I love weird creatures. Yeah, there's some and, bizarre stuff down there. Yeah, you mentioned the like getting poked with my sculptures. I love kind of dangerous pokey things. I've made sculptures with with um, barbed wire and yeah, I, I, I like the idea of protecting yourself with pokey things and there's you have another piece that you brought as well that's let more netting that's not quite so pokey not yeah <laughs> less pokey. so this one um it started off as two separate sculptures and the main thing that runs through both is that um i have a bunch of telephone wire that's blue and yellow and orange that came from newfoundland wow. one year when i was home my brother said I got a present for you. And it was a whole bunch of spools of, um, it's actually paper-coated wire. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So this piece is pretty heavy because the things that kind of look like bones here are um, separators for concrete forms. And this spiral stuff is plumber strapping that you would put inside, inside the walls to hold your pipes in place. Wow. This is, like, if have you ever seen the movie, like, Alien or Geiger kind oh, yeah. of stuff, right? Like, if, this is, like, um, like more my speed Geiger. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, it's incredible, but, I, like, the part that keeps getting me excited, too, is the idea of recyclability and reuse and, like, folding things in on themselves to become something new. Because mm -hmm. uh, as somebody who believes in reincarnation, like, I'm real happy with this body right now, <laughs> but I'm also excited to see what I'm going to be next. And, um, like, something like this just gives me a lot of hope that I'm going to come back as something cool. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, I hope that's what these things feel like when they get chosen by me in the scrapyard. Yeah. <laughs> How long does something like this take? Oh, hours and hours, hundreds of hours sometimes. I just, I just listen to, to books uh -huh. and imbibe in a little weed and just spend hours and hours working away. Do you feel like away. the weed helps your you get out of your own way to some degree? Absolutely. Like it takes your brain out? It takes the brain out and it just, it surprises me what I see happen sometimes because I feel like it's just, the hands are working uh -huh. and it's kind of exciting to see what's going to develop. And you've made pieces that have gone to New Zealand? I have. I made a copper wire piece, red copper wire, that went to New Zealand to the largest wearable art show in the world. It's called WOW, the World of Wearable Art New Zealand. And one piece they retained for museum uh, display for a year, and another piece made it into the show, but didn't get retained. But yeah, it's a, it's a huge honor to even be accepted into the show. It's so fucking cool. Um, as we wrap up... Oh, I, yeah. And I, I had one I more actually, question. Okay, yeah. Had, I need to dip out for a second, actually. Okay. Well, you, would you like me to ask right now? Yeah, you, you go ahead. I'll okay. be right back. Well, the, the thing that was really exciting to hear about, too, is the um, it's for charity, the wearable art. We raise money for the Fund for Women and Girls for Jefferson County. And what does that mean, and how does that tie into uh, the upcoming show on Mother's Day? So we this is our ninth annual show, and uh, we put the show off down at... Uh, the McCurdy Complex in Fort Warden, 
and there's a big runway. There's a whole bunch of volunteers who make the all the artists who make the pieces, all the models who volunteer, the the makeup artists and hairdressers and backstage people, and the people who organize it all year long. Everybody is volunteer who's doing this, and we all the money we raise goes to the Fund for Women and Girls, and that's an endowment fund. And right now we're at $200,000, and so it's gonna go on forever. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. Wow, and, and where can people find you out in the internet land? Because the pictures that you take of your work and everything else are quite spectacular, and everyone should go search out for you. Okay, I'm not as good as I should be on my website, but I am at margiemcdonald.com. It's M-A-R-G-I-E-M-C, Donald. And I'm newly on Instagram, also Ooh. at margiemcdonald. Well, good, welcome to the uh, addiction. Thanks. Yeah. And then there's ptwearablearart.com to check out what's going on there. We're always looking for new entries every year. Oh, that's excellent. Oh, I'll throw something together. All right. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Cool. Holy cow, what? It's, it's a potato. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I just wanted to come and say hello because um, I heard there was a Newfoundlander in town and I had to come by and say, how's she going by? <laughs> right, oh my God. I just wanted to come and say hello and say, you know, there's great reason to celebrate Weed and Grub being here in Port Townsend and talking to a wonderful Newfoundlander like Margie, having, you know, someone who's never been to Port Townsend here with us. And I wanted to just invite everybody to celebrate. You know, what we like to do in Newfoundland, I think Margie will back me up on this, is that we like to sing. Absolutely. Yes. And, um, oh God, I don't know how this fucking thing works. Okay, here we go. It's a cussing um, potato. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what we like to do in Newfoundland is we like to get fully fucking loaded and hang out in the kitchen at like 4 a.m. and sing, right? <laughs> and, uh, and I figured that I w having Margie here as a special guest and also my sister Caroline being here, she's also from Newfoundland. Um, and we, we just wanted to sort of celebrate and sing together. And so I was wondering, will, will you guys all sing with me? I have a call and response that we can all do together. It's called the Ten Commandments. Yes. Will you do it with me? Okay, yeah. you'll get it really, really, really quick. It's basically, you know, well, you'll get it. You'll, you'll join in. Margie and I will teach you, okay? Are you ready? And the more thumping on tables and the more sort of, you know, joining in with, like, poppers and stuff, you know, you just basically have a great fucking time. It's all about, you know, being here to celebrate, being in Port Townsend, saying, you know, we're only alive once. I mean, there's no fucking reason to not go for it. No reason to not fucking smoke weed. Have a wonderful time. Live fucking life. Eat. Eat a fucking sandwich, right? Okay. So here we go. We're going to do the Ten Commandments. Come and I will sing you, what will you sing me? I will sing you one, oh, what will the one be? One, the one lived all alone forever, more shall be so. Come and I will sing you, what will you sing me? I will sing you two, oh, the two be. Two of them were little white babes, holding green, no. One, the one lived all alone forever, more shall be so. Come and I will sing you, what will you sing me? I will sing you three, oh, what, what will the three be? Three of them were drivers, two of them were little white babes, clothed all in green, oh, one, the one lived all alone, forever more shall be so. Come and I will sing you, what, what will you sing me? me? I will sing you four, oh, what, what will the four be? For the gospel creatures, three of them were drivers, two of them were little white babes, clothed all in green, oh, one, the one lived all alone, forever more shall be so. Come and I will sing you. What will you sing me? I will sing you five, oh, what, what will the five five be? Five flippers under the bush for the gospel creatures. Three of them were drivers. Two of them were lily white babes, clothed all in green. No, oh, one, the one lived all alone, forevermore shall be so. Come and I will sing you. What will you sing me? I will sing you six, oh, what will the six be? Six, a six, wager. Five of them boys under the bush for the gospel creatures. Three of them were drivers. Two of them were lily white babes, clothed all in green. Oh, one, the one lived all alone, forevermore shall be so. Come and I will sing you. What will you sing me? I will sing you seven, oh. What will the seven be? Seven, seven stars under the sky, six to six the wager, five of them boys under the bush, four of the gospel creatures, three of them are drivers, two of them are little white babes, clothed all in green. Oh, one, the one lived all alone, forever more shall be so. Come and I will sing you. What will you sing me? I will sing you eight. Oh, what will you 
one lives all alone forevermore shall be. So come and I will sing you. What will you sing me? I will sing you nine. What will the nine be? Nine the bird of China's, eight the gabriel's angels, seven seven the in the sky, six the simple wager, five of them boys under the bush, four of the gospel creatures, three of them were drivers, two of them were lily white bears, clothed all in green, oh, one the one lived all alone forever, more shall be, so come and I will sing you. What will you sing me? I will sing you ten, no. What will the ten be? Ten the Ten commandments, nine the bird of China's, eight gabriel's angels, seven Wager. Five of them boys under the bush, four of them were crooked, three of them were drivers, two of them were little white bears, clothed all in green. One, the one lived all alone, forever more shall be so. Thanks, guys. I gotta go. It's been really great. A potato, everybody. Yay! It's been a wild time. Smoke weed, don't drive high. <laughs> A potato with a message. <laughs> yeah. You didn't know this was happening at all. That was a great surprise. <laughs> well, I hope that potato didn't kidnap Mary Jane. <laughs> oh, Mary Jane Gibson, everybody. <laughs> Hi, guys. What did I miss? <laughs> Okay. We should um, we should wrap up with a, a magical couple, butter giveaway. Yeah, we should wrap up with a couple things. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do so you want to talk about that, and I'll get everything ready. Yes. So, oh, Jesus, <laughs> I need I need a sip. They've never done that version in Newfoundland. What version do they do in Newfoundland? The one without the potato. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> Was that just like being at home in the kitchen at 4 a.m.? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Round of screech for everybody now. <laughs> so <laughs> Magical Butter uh, started uh, sponsoring us really early on. They've been great to us. They're a wonderful company. They make home, infuse, home infusion countertop machines. And we have a Magical Butter machine to give away tonight. Uh, I hope everyone got a chance to put their name into the hat for a drawing. Yeah, and if you don't know what any of that means, like you can make uh, cannabis butter, oil, tinctures, chocolates, gummies. It's all a one-stop shop, one-button push, and it'll take care of the rest for you. So if you want to, check out MagicalButter.com. They are the greatest, and we have a little giveaway, yeah? Yeah. So, Margie, will you help us pick the winner? What if I pick me? Oh, I mean, well, you're getting... Be... You're, you're what, get... what if I just say it's me? You're... <laughs> <laughs> No, you're getting one anyway as a very special bud, a very important Woo! bud. Yeah, you'll get one shipped to you. Right. Yeah. That one? Yeah. Who do we have? Drum roll. Oh, Karen C. Karen C. Magical butter machine that goes to Karen C to make all of her home infusions. You can put butter in there, you can put coconut oil in there, you can make tinctures, you, you can make lube, you can do all sorts of stuff. Here. Yeah, oh yeah. Talk yeah. about being in the pocket, holy cow. Yeah. So, here you are. It is uh, incredible. And, we and we've got uh, magic butter spatulas. And here you can put your butter in this butter tray and then get everyone really baked. Whoa. And um, <laughs> thank, thank you. you. Woo. Give it up for Karen, everybody. And Margie, for you, we have some very special... Um, this was grown by our friend Chef uh, Holden Jagger of Altered Plates. He has a wonderful grow in Topanga Canyon. And this is homegrown. Um, I believe it's lemon. I'm not sure. It's a cross of something, but we have this. Mm, it smells delicious. And this is a thank you for coming and being our very important bud on our very first Weed and Grub Live. Aww. Yeah. Mari, thank you so much for being our guest. Oh, 
thank you very much. I listen to your podcast. They're so much fun. I'm so happy to be on here. Thank you. Margie McDonald, everybody. Give it up. Margie McDonald, everybody. So we have a couple more thing things for everybody. A couple more things. A couple more surprises. Yep. I mean, potato is a great surprise. I what know. else could there be? What's up with that potato? <laughs> How's that potato? Hot. It's a hot potato. <laughs> <laughs> would you Would you like to bring up our uh, our next guest? Yeah, we have a very special guest, uh, a very dear person who agreed very kindly to play a song for us tonight. We have Walt Trisdale uh, coming to the stage. And Walt agreed to come to the cellar door and play uh, play the fiddle for us. And when I said where we were doing it, he said, I don't go there very often because I don't really um, fit in that, that space because he is the same height as the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> Six, eight? Six foot eight. Six foot eight? Yep. Man. That's such um, a good height. So, I mean, it's almost six nine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, we were all thinking it. <laughs> um, Walt, uh, I know Walt because of my sister Caroline, and uh, yeah, we've met. I don't know, ten years ago now, and uh, and we're just gonna have him play a song, and then we're gonna chat with him for a minute. But here, uh, without further ado, is Walt. Uh, on the fiddle. Thanks, Mary Jane. Um, I had a couple of tunes in mind, but I may have lost them to the potato. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is for Margie. I just remembered one. <laughs> That was a little rough, but I just picked it up this morning for Margie. It's a Newfoundland tune. Yes, eyes to buy the fillets the boat, and eyes to buy eyes the sails by. her. Amazing. You got one more? Um, I could play a little Irish jig. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Walt, I have one question for you. 
What is your relationship to marijuana? Uh, I'm not opposed to marijuana. Uh, I do CBDs, and, and I smoke weed once in a while. Nice. But not, not on a steady basis. Uh-huh. Once in a while. But if I, I know if I smoke, I lose all my, all my tunes, go right out of my head. Yep, so you can't smoke and play. I can't. Because you're too busy jamming, just noodling. Noodling. Yeah. <laughs> How long have you been playing? Well, I started when I was 12 playing classical, then I gave it up when I was 18, uh, then I started playing a little, I was in a country band for a while, uh, then when I came to town, I picked it up again after like eight years off, bought this fiddle here in town at Crossroads uh, about Woo, 20 shout years out Crossroads. ago. It used to be red, so I changed it. Oh. Sounded great, but I, anyway. Uh, and then I fell in with a, a group that was playing mostly Irish music. It's amazing. I, 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 violin is my favorite instrument, and I, I, uh, every time I hear any solo piece like that, I can't help, like my heart starts clapping, and it's just so great. So thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you, Walt. And with that, we have come to the end of our very first Weed and Grub Live. <laughs> And Walt, if you would, you would maybe play us off after we just give our thank yous. I need to say um, thank you to uh, Smoking Papers. We are presented by Smoking Papers. They are our sponsor for this whole entire tour. We are also partnered with Magical Butter. Thank you to my amazing sister, Caroline Gibson, who is literally the best sister in the whole entire world. She is such an incredible part of my life, and she's so important. And uh, thank you to Amy Grondon, who hooked it up with Cellar Door in the first place for introducing us. Um, thank you to Tara Lynn for the eclairs, and thank you to Blue Moose, and thank you to um, our incredible guests, to Walt Trisdale, to Margie McDonald, and to the Cellar Door for having us. And, uh, oh, Mike, don't you want to do something with your back? Oh, a, yeah. <laughs> we're going to commemorate this show. I thought it would be stupid and fun if anybody wanted to sign my back. With a sharpie? <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's first. <laughs> like, like a tour poster? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then the rest of the tour, people can like sign my back <laughs> right off the great. Yeah. So anyone who wants to sign Mike back, he, Mike's back, here's a sharpie. Um, we leave for Alaska tomorrow. Thank you so much for helping us kick off our tour of Weed and Grub Live. Yeah. Thank you everyone so much. And. Uh, yeah. Good night. Good night. Bye, everybody. Wow, good job.